I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. Pre-order the new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit now. You can pre-order it today for delivery from the 16th of May at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. Tonight is Liverpool versus Newcastle in the Premier League. And the Reds should be very, very confident heading into this game. Toon sits second bottom in the Premier League and they are awful. A genuinely terrible football team with very little going for them other than the fact they've got mega rich owners who can't help them at this stage. If you look at Toon's results this season, beaten at home by West Ham, beaten away by Aston Villa, a draw with Southampton, beaten away by Manchester United, a draw with Leeds, a draw with Watford, beaten by Wolves, beaten by Tottenham, a draw with Crystal Palace, beaten by Chelsea, a draw with Brighton, a draw with Brentford, beaten by Arsenal. A draw with Norwich. They beat Burnley. They finally won a game in week 15. And then Leicester smacked them 4-0 at the weekend. They went out of the EFL Cup at the first hurdle, losing to Burnley on penalties. This is a dreadful football team, folks. They've got nothing that should make us feel any kind of nervousness. Federico Fernandez will miss out tonight. That likely means Lachelles and Shire start at centre-back. Former Liverpool player Javi Manquillo will be right-back. Jamal Lewis could be left-back, or it could be Matt Ritchie. Lewis is the better player. Eddie Howe might go for Ritchie. Dubravka will be the goalkeeper. In midfield, of late, they've been playing Almiron on the right. Former Red, John Joe Shelby, next to Joe Willock in central midfield. Alan St. Maximum on the left. And then Jolington off Callum Wilson. There's a lot of problems with that. Number one, John Joe Shelby can't run anymore. And Joe Willock has the defensive nous and instincts of a plant pot. So they're very easy to play, play through. Secondly, Jamal Lachelles, who probably three years ago should have been in the England squad has fallen completely off a cliff and is lucky to be employed by a Premier League team at this stage. Shar is not much better at this stage. He's still a, a decent defender, but he has regressed massively from his peak. So the heart of that team, the spine of that team, is very weak. And going the other way, Almiron doesn't really offer a big goal threat. St. Maximum... He's nice to watch. He's a lot of fun. There's very little end product compared to the amount of of usage he has. Jolington's not a goal threat. And Callum Wilson, while a good player, he's 12 to 14 Premier League goals a season. He's not somebody who's going to get you 20. So both ends of the pitch, there's question marks over them. There's question marks over the manager. Eddie Howe, always been a poor defensive manager. 
despite claims that he's progressive and inventive, he's quite dogmatic. And he kind of sticks to what he does, doesn't really move away from it. And if you watch the Leicester game, I mean, that could have been anything. It could have been six or seven. And it's not like Leicester are particularly good this season. They've lost to every top half team they've played. So there really are no excuses for Liverpool tonight. This should be a comfortable win. This must be a comfortable win. We've got bigger fish to fry in, in coming weeks. These are to be swept aside and then to have a chat with afterwards about you know them giving us the big bag of money for Nat Phillips. Liverpool go into this game with good injury news. Bobby Firmino back in training. Curtis Jones back in training. Divock has a little issue. It's unlikely he'll play. Harvey Elliott's out long term. Adrian has a calf issue. And Nat Phillips has a broken cheekbone. But Bobby and Curtis being back in training is very good news. Now, I expect that Bobby will start off the bench. With Divock out, I think Salah and Mane both play either side of Diogo Jota. Taki Minamino could come in, but I expect that we'll see the front three that have been kind of first choice. Midfield will be interesting. Fabinho's one yellow card away from suspension. So does Jürgen leave him out with an eye on Spurs at the weekend and maybe play Jordan Henderson at the six? Does he risk Thiago tonight? Does Naby Keita get a start now that he's back and fully fit? It wouldn't surprise me if we saw something like Oxlade-Chamberlain, Henderson and Naby as the starting three. Or Oxlade-Chamberlain, Henderson and Thiago. And Fabinho sits out with, with an eye on Spurs. At the back, I think we'll see at least one change, maybe two. I think Konate comes in for this one. I think he'll play instead of Joel Matip alongside Virgil. Trent will stay at right back. And left back, again, Andy Robertson. Four yellow cards this season, so one away from suspension. So possible that Klopp decides to give him the night off with an eye on Spurs and plays Costas. Now, Costas has been very good this season, so we don't have any real worries there. If Costas plays, we'll know he'll give us a solid performance. And Alisson will be the goalkeeper. We can afford to make changes and still field a very strong team. We could bring Bobby off the bench if Mo or Mane need a rest. I think that's how they will be rested. I don't think we'll see many games where either of them sit out. I think it's more likely that in games where we're two or three goals up on 60, Klopp will take them out there and just give them, you know, that kind of rest rather than not starting them. Because, you know, if he doesn't start them and we're not playing well, he's going to bring them on. So he might as well start them, get the victory and then take them off. And having Bobby back enables more of that. Divock will be back, you'd assume, soon enough. And he'll enable some of that as well. Curtis gives us another op another option in midfield. 
Whether he's ready for tonight or not remains to be seen. But he'd certainly be nice to have on the bench. To look around the main Liverpool sites, obviously a lot of pre-match coverage. This is Anfield have 10 things to know ahead of Liverpool versus Newcastle. Number one is that money can't buy you points. And that's a very, very nice statement, especially for a club owned by an appalling group of people. Uh, number two is about Eddie Howe's early struggles. One win in his first five games for Eddie Howe. Two defeats and then draws at home to Brentford and Norwich. Number three is how Newcastle line up. They've gone with the same team I suggested, or I mentioned, except they've got Isaac Hayden coming in for Joe Willock. Which would make sense. Hayden's a much better defensive player. But I do think if you bring Hayden in, you take Almiron out and you move Willock to a wide role. Who's out for Liverpool? Harvey Elliott, Matt Phillips. Alisson, Alisson, Adrian and Divock. They're all likely to miss tonight. Curtis, we don't know yet. They've done some predicted starting 11s. We'll come back to those. Newcastle have been hapless at Anfield as number six. Last season, Joe Willock's last gasp strike earned Newcastle a dramatic draw, but the record at Anfield is pretty appalling. Their last victory came in the League Cup back in 1995. They haven't won in the league since 1994. They had Rob Lee and Andy Cole playing for them back then. Jürgen had his press conference. I'd advise you to go and check it out. Did you know that Liverpool have now scored in 31 consecutive goals in all competitions, equaling the club record set between April 1957 and January 1958? The last time Liverpool failed to score in a game was at home to Real Madrid back in March. Mike Dean will be tonight's referee. He's um, he's not a bad referee. He's not a good referee, but he's not bad. He is a bit, you know, look at me, look at me. But we've done okay. We've done okay with him at the helm. And we are back on television tonight for the first time in nearly a month. As Guy says, when you're talking about referees, it could always be John Moss, could always be Lee Mason, could be Atwell, could be David Coote. Let's be fair, there's not really a good referee in the league. Six things we learned from Jurgen Klopp's press conference, his strong words on vaccine. No secrets as Liverpool co- um, and at Analyst Mark Leyland heads for Newcastle. Mark doesn't know our lineup for tomorrow. He knows how we play football. But I think if anyone with a football brain has a close look, they will know how we play football. Clark basically saying it's an open secret how we play, what we do. Uh, Bobby is back and Curtis is close. So Curtis, according to Klopp, well, taking what I can from his words, it doesn't look like he'll be ready, but Bobby is in contention to play tonight. 
There will be no loan for Joe Gomez in January. I think with Nat going, it's most likely that Joe stays. Uh, he spoke about Joel Matip and the rumours that he could go back to the Cameroon national team and then said he had nothing to say on the AFCON, probably because the last time he said anything, people misconstrued his words. They have two predicted lineups or potential lineups up. They've got Alison Trent, Kanate, Virgil Costas, Henderson, Fabinho, Ox, Salah, Jota, Mane. And then they've got Alison, Trent, Kanate, Virgil, Robbo, Henderson, Fabinho, Nabi, Salah, Jota, Mane. I'd be a little bit surprised if both Henderson and Fabinho started, to be honest. Moving on to Liverpool.com. Liverpool 35 million wildcard experiment has not worked and Jurgen Klopp has to rethink long-term fix. This is a piece about Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain playing as a false nine. I will say, I think the first line of this article is a little bit harsh. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's Liverpool career has been something of an enigma so far. I don't think that's fair. I think, first of all, he's been really good this season. Secondly, he destroyed his knee. Destroyed it. He was playing really well in the run-up to that. The type of knee injury he had takes about two years to fully heal. You'll be back playing sooner than that. But to get fully back up to speed, it's going to be two years. That basically was the Champions League winning season and the Premier League winning season. Now, he had some really good games and some good moments in that Premier League winning season. Last season, he barely played. He had a couple of other injuries. And Klopp seemed to not rely on him all that much or not trust him all that much. Whatever the reasons for that, we don't know. He may have had other things he was dealing with. I think it's harsh to say he's been an enigma, though, because we know what the issue's been. It's not like he's been fit and available the whole time. Good one week, bad the next. Ox isn't a good one week, bad the next kind of player anyway. Ox is good for five games or he's terrible for five games. There's no real, there's no real enigma there, in my view. Liverpool have double transfer dilemma, which may force Jurgen Klopp to take January action. Two Liverpool transfer moves to the Championship are not yet are not panning out as planned. It gives Jurgen Klopp a January headache with recalls on the agenda. So obviously, Reese Williams is one. Now, Reese played an important part getting us to third last season. But we must remember that the season before, he was playing for Kidderminster Harriers in non-league football on loan. He's gone to the championship. He's joined a mediocre championship team. And he hasn't always been trusted there. But I don't think him coming back to Liverpool is anything resembling a headache. There'll be League One teams that would have interest in Reese, And worst case scenario, Nat Phillips is almost certain to leave. 
Reese just stays as the fifth centre back instead of him. I mean, let's be fair. It's not like Nat Phillips has had any kind of big role this season. He's played three times. You're not exactly relying on Nat to be a regular part of the rotation. You know, he's played a sum total of 134 minutes. Two Champions League games, one of which was seconds that he played. And the he played a half in the League Cup. He came on for one minute against Atletico Madrid, played the 90 against AC Milan, and he played half against Preston. The League Cup will be over. He wouldn't be playing in the Champions League knockout stages. So Nat wasn't going to play in the second half of the season. So bringing Reese back to replace him isn't really any sort of dilemma. It'll be absolutely fine. I don't think Liverpool need to worry too much about anything going into January. On AnfieldIndex.com, there is the new Desi pod, which is up, the Christmas special. Desi Hard, give that one a go. Check out the latest Liverbird podcast, Great Expectations. Uh, on Anfield Index Pro, there's the new Moby on the spot, the new Under Pressure, the new Scouts are Tommies. There is a New Money Talks as well. All very, very good podcasts. All very much worth your while. There is also a scouted and a rival recon ahead of Newcastle. Harry actually spent his time talking about the game and about Newcastle because, well, Harry's a sadist. Uh, Myself and Carl decided to have some fun with it and decided to fix Newcastle. So two very different podcasts there to give a listen to. Uh, tonight we will have post-match Raw. It is myself, Mr. Downey, and Mr. Matchett. So that will be straight after the game. We will have that up as quickly as possible. And that's me for today, folks. Enjoy the game. Enjoy a hefty Liverpool victory. And stay safe. Sports Social Podcast Network.